welcome to NDG Winning, Season 4, Episode 9, where Dave and Adam get together to talk about NDG and the world that revolves around it. Adam, S4, E9. These are big numbers. S4 as in the number of people who yesterday morning after the great election asked me, what do I think about all this? What do I think about all they this? They need our analysis. They need our analysis. So we're the talking heads, Dave. We are the talking I heads. I can't believe it. I'm so excited. I know you're bursting with things to say. I don't know where to start. I'll tell you, I think we should start by congratulating every single candidate. Yes. The, the, uh, the, there was a huge... You know that in some cities in Quebec, yeah. uh, there, there, are, there aren't enough candidates... Really? And there are people who are just elected by acclamation. Mm -hmm. Not so in NDG. Our neighbors in Westmount voted their mayor by acclamation. There you so, go. Yeah. Now, in high contrast, you have a whole raft of people neatly summarized on our handy NDG winning chart. So right. congratulations to them. And then, of course, congratulations to the winners. Mm -hmm. The winners of the election because they are our NDG winners. That's right, NDG winners. <laughs> But you know what? Let's see if we were winners as well. We, we, as we usually do with, with municipal elections, is the day before, during election day, we write down who we think is going to win. Yes. We seal it. Yes. And we open it up. And I have, we have ours here, as you can wow. hear. Okay, I'm so nervous. Yes. So I okay. wrote down uh, who is going to win, who I thought was going to win right. so for citywide. And then into our illustrious one. So how should we start? Shall we start from uh, the district and go up? Or shall we start at the citywide mayor and go down? Let's start at the citywide mayor and go okay. down. Let's see. Yeah, of course. Of course. It's all about the world that revolves, so, revolves around us. Okay. We'll take turns. You'll yes. do a prediction. Then I'll do a prediction. For sure. So, on. so you start. Because this For is sure. your idea. City mayor. Citywide. La Ville de Montréal. La Ville de Montréal. I, I, I picked... I Valerie Plant, of course. I picked Valerie Plant also. And who won? Valerie Plant. Valerie Plant. Wow. One point for each of us. <laughs> Let me make a scorecard. And then for the NDG Cotinez Borough Mayor. Yes. I chose, of course, Gracia Kasoki Katawa. Really? Right over here. You gangster. I even dated the paper. You gangster. As it was sealed. <laughs> on Sunday at 4.38 in the afternoon. I'm giving you one point for that. Mm. I chose Lionel Perez. Mm -hmm. No who, points for Who me. was winning until lunchtime, until lunchtime the day after the election. Unbelievable. Un and, unbelievable. We're going to get to that. We're going to mm -hmm. get to that conversation. Mm -hmm. So, okay. Now. Okay. So, if we want to go through each of the um, uh, the Could, districts. Shall we start with NDG? Because Let's start with NDG. We are NDG winning. We are, so in NDG, we'll start all the way in the west, the old in, out in Loyola. Okay. Formerly led by the kookiest of kooks, Jeremy Ciro. Jeremy, I thought you were going to say Christian. <laughs> no, so like there's who, nothing no. kooky about Christian. Who then had it love to Christian, who was a pearl, a gem, an absolute pearl. We had him on our podcast. Went into retirement. Went, and had he been running in this election, I'm convinced he would have won. Quick side note: yeah. He did step onto his veranda for enough time in the election to endorse uh, the uh, uh, ensemble 
Really? I didn't know uh, that. Yeah. He endorsed uh, wow. the candidate under Lyola. So, Lyola, which was my only wrong pick. I, I thought Jordana was going to... be nice. Jordana <laughs> was going to pull it off. Me too. Yeah. Uh, that was yeah. my prediction also. Yeah. And then heading east from there into the NDG district, uh, Peter McQueen. Peter McQueen, me who too. Won. So who we won. each get a point for that. Yeah. By the way, just a quick sidebar, yeah. Peter McQueen. I mean, uh, Peter worked hard, I think, mm. on this campaign. Mm -hmm. um, however, he's also, he hits the ground running, I think, in an election. I think right. he's very well known, very well appreciated. And he is, I think, what a lot of people look for right. in a municipal he, um, he got 50, over 58% of the vote. Um, and the NDG district had the highest percentage voter turnout, a 41.46, you know, 41.5%, which was even more than at the citywide level. So that, that, I think that Very that's nice. a really good turnout. Okay, next. Um, then we'll, we'll go into the Cote d'Ener side, Snowden. I picked Sonny Moraz, who, Moraz, who won. I, wait, are you sure Sonny Moraz? I oh, believe he did. did he? Yeah, yes. yeah, he, he did, did win. Of he course. did win. He did win. I picked he won. I Handily, by predicted Franz Stoner. Mm. I think because were, I really wanted to interview Franz on our podcast. That's it, listen, you know, uh, maybe you know, had we actually interviewed her, <laughs> then maybe she would have been. Although she certainly you get a point, didn't get yeah. a lot of the votes. But all right, um, next uh, Darlington, the Darlington district. I picked Stephanie Venezuela. Me too. And sorry, Valenzuela, Va and she won. Yeah. Handily. Yeah. Um, and lastly, uh, for the uh, Cote de Neige, I picked Magda. How could Magda not lose? I picked, Magda I picked Patrice César because mm. we interviewed him. I thought he was yeah. really a strong yeah. candidate, yeah. born and bred Cote de Neige. Yeah. And, well, but yeah. the people voted and Magda yeah. took it by a landslide. Yeah, and I was surprised. I was actually surprised because I think... You know, and you look at the results uh, citywide and even especially in our borough, I think people are ready for a change. But so all that to say is I got it all right, but one. Dave, you are a prescient gangster. <laughs> you got six right. I got three right. Uh, I don't know what I was smoking Listen, during this election. Stick with me and you go for it. But, but as you said, I think the biggest news and, and you know, it is is the uh, the borough mayor for NDG Cotonej, um, with Gracia winning, how it unfolded. But also, like you said to me earlier, that this is the news story of the entire municipal election. I mean, That's you know, right. for, for, for how it happened, um, a woman, a woman, visible minority. Um, and what I love about, uh, so many things I love about her, and, you know, we had her on her podcast, and like you said um, uh, yesterday, uh, uh, you know, after she she was declared the winner, that um, you know she I have no she has no political baggage, uh, she has conviction, she's on the mission, and you know I feel like she is like this generation's Marvin Rotrek, you know Marvin young, idealistic, full of energy, highly competent. But that was like in nineteen fifty seven, I think. <laughs> But you know what? Rotran stepped aside. Yeah. And we now have a new generation of people taking yeah. leadership positions in the borough. Yeah. 
And uh, it's so exciting. Yeah. I, it's an era-changing election result. I totally agree. And and I, I feel really bad for Lionel. Um, you know, do you think Lionel is seething still? Do you think Lionel is moment of zen? Um, there hasn't been any well, talk of a recount. Will there I be a recount? I think Lionel should be proud of himself. Mm -hmm. I saw him working his tail mm -hmm. off. Mm -hmm. He was all over the place working hard, particularly coming over to NDG, where, you know, I think he's less well-known because he was representing Darlington for so long. Yeah. And um, there was no lack of effort, I yeah. think, on, on yeah. his part. Yeah. What I think, I, I, I also, I want to talk about briefly Alex Montagano and Neil Mukherjee. Mm -hmm. Okay. Alex, let's, let's keep in mind, how many, by how many votes did Katawa beat Perez. 212. 212 votes. Right. Out of a total vote uh, of 32,500. Right. It's a rounding error. It's a yeah. uni number. Mm -hmm. So, meanwhile, Alex Montagano pulls in 1,143 votes. Yeah. Neil McCurgy, 266 yeah. votes. Neil McCurgy with 0.83% of the electorate could have swung the election. Could have. Had either of these gentlemen, Alex Montagano or Neil McCurgy, mm -hmm. in the days leading up to the election, said, you know what, I'm throwing in the towel and I'm handing, I'm, 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 I'm asking my supporters to vote mm -hmm. for X, fill in the blank, they could have swung the election. Mm -hmm. They could have. And, um, and, and that's why I want to give them credit because they either, mm -hmm. in a weird roundabout way, they may have been the kingmakers, queenmakers. Could have been. And, and two, uh, you know, the voter turnout, 34.24%. Um, yes, could have been higher, should have been higher. I think municipal elections typically have low voter turnout. Uh, and it's, it's interesting because it should be the other way around. It should be municipal elections should have the highest voter turnout compared to provincial and federal. You know, federal, it's countrywide. Uh, you do have some, you can impact by voting, but where do you have the greatest impact? And where do you have the greatest concern about your day-to-day? -day? It's municipal, you know? And there's so much power that we have at the municipal level that there should be higher turnout. You can't blame the weather. The weather was spectacular. They had two days of voting and then two days of uh, early voting. Um, hey, uh, and maybe and for anyone who is not happy with the results and didn't vote, hey, shame on you. You had the opportunity to vote. You know, I wonder, this is just a hypothesis. Uh, Cotonej NDG has a high percentage of tenants. That mm -hmm. is to say, non-owner residents mm -hmm. who obviously vote. Right, but they don't get municipal tax bills, right? And sure, the taxes have an echo knock on effect on their mm -hmm. rent, but because rent is so highly controlled, yeah, um, it's almost as if they're less mm -hmm. engaged in the goings on in the city versus if you own a house, yeah, and you get a tax bill for like six thousand mm -hmm. dollars. Uh, you actually, I don't know, I think you kind of have a more direct uh, interest. Not to say that those who own should have more votes. I'm not saying that. Right. But. That's a great point. You know, if you look at it overall, 
roughly less than 60% of the residents of the uh, Cote Dinesh and DG borough were eligible to vote. So that, that might play into it. And it's also mm-hmm. interesting, too, is if you look at the breakdown, um, the you know, in Loyola and NDG, uh, Loyola had 35% voter turnout, people to vote percentage, 41 in NDG. Cote Neige, probably an average about maybe 30%. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's related to that, maybe it's not. But no, that, that's something that's really interesting. But I, I think candidates like Gracia Katawa... Mm-hmm. Matthew Kerr, mm-hmm. and Lionel Perez. Those are candidates who appear to have a stronger presence in the Cote d'Ange area yeah. than in the NDG area. Could very well be. Um, and But they cleaned up. They yeah. between the, Now, let's talk about an awkward subject. The Adam, the, the, the 600-pound gorilla in the room. The disappearing support for Suman Kadu. Yes. It's not just she was in the running and didn't quite win. Right. It's with great respect and admiration for all her years of right. work, it was a massacre. I, I have what to What happened? No. I, my, my, the last thing I wrote in my prediction paper. Yeah. Courage <laughs> will be shut out 0 for 6. You are the Nostradamus of Andy G. <laughs> Why is it? You you predicted it, so you knew something was going on. You know, I feel really bad for I, I feel really bad for Sue Montgomery right now. Um this wasn't just a loss, this is a shellacking. Uh this was this I mean, yeah. you know, like to to the results that that ended up in all the districts, you know, fourth place and fifth place in, in some of the districts. Um, a clear message that the citizens of the borough were not happy with how things were going. For those people who don't know, Gracia Katawa won with 12,000 votes. Lionel pulled in 11,000 votes. Mm -hmm. Matthew Kerr, 3,500. And Sue Montgomery, 3,100. Coming fourth. The incumbent coming fourth. And and I don't think it's a question of a lack of turnout. Um, You know, I think it to me it's it's a it was a clear repudiation of how the citizens felt about uh, the last few years, uh, for good or for bad. Uh, she had a great slate of candidates. We had Patrice Cesar mm-hmm. on our podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, she had uh, Franz Stoner. Uh, she had several others that were really solid candidates. Um, that you could also argue candidates that are at the same level as Gracia as well mm-hmm. and yet the for them to do so it, it's you know there's a, another possibility mm-hmm. is that you know these brand new parties like uh, Matthew Kerr's party Mouvement mm-hmm. Montréal and Balaram Holness mm-hmm. for them to go from not existing to a third place finish yeah. means they worked their tails off. And also they had a platform that appealed to That's also true. That appealed to to voters. Um, it's it's really interesting. So <laughs> yesterday I got a, a a direct message on Facebook from one of our NDG winning um, uh, Facebook page members who said, "Oh Dave, I I heard that uh, now that Sue has lost the election, 
She's going back to her journalistic roots and is going to become the third uh, member of NDG Winning Podcast. So, <laughs> so I'm very flattered that you know to be graced by by Sue's presence would be would be wonderful. So, um, uh, but yeah, it's 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 I I wasn't surprised I wasn't surprised that they were shut out, but what surprised me was how they got shut out. It, I think, you know, I think it, as I was saying, these newer parties did uh, very well to, to, to bring yeah. out the vote. Uh, but also, it's possible that uh, maybe Sue wasn't bringing a message that was resonating yeah. with voters. Mm -hmm. uh, and then it has to be said, in all fairness, mm -hmm. that Sue had not a little, but a mountain of negative press absolutely and absolutely. and a lot of it was not deserved yeah absolutely and that's yeah. a tough record yeah. to fight yeah. with and you know what i can assure you that sue is so happy that gracia has won yes the election deep down here that yes. uh, that gracia isn't is someone that is aligned with sue in different in similar ways and I'm sure that at least Sue is smiling about that. Yeah. You know, in terms <clears throat> of policy outcomes, we're probably going to get yeah. with Gracia yeah. what Sue would have done yeah. had she still been in the good books yeah. with Valerie yeah. Plum. Now, why is this good for NDG? Why is this all, all its election craziness Tell good us. for NDG? People want to know. So, the at the council level, there's a majority on the council that are Projet uh, Maria. Uh, the mayoress of Cote neige NDG is also Projet Montréal. And the mayor of the city of Montreal is Projet Montréal. So at least uh, it's all aligned. And, and I really think and I do believe that, um, uh, that Gracia will have a seat at the executive council, mm -hmm. which will be good for NDG. Mm -hmm. um, and also when it comes to allocation, to funding, uh, that that certainly now that there's alignment now selfishly speaking the fact that in my district Peter McQueen is also pushing Montreal even better and here's my one of my many predictions you know Johnny Carson with what Karnak or whatever you know um, my prediction is that by New Year's Eve. Maybe even before, by mid-December, there will be fences and construction trucks at the Empress Theater. No way. Yeah, this is going to happen. Because there's no more gridlock. There's no more gridlock. It's like we have like a, we have a Projet Montréal central mayor. And yeah, and there won't be deadlocks at the city council as mm -hmm. it has been in, a, in the mm -hmm. past. Yeah. Now it's going to be interesting. I think you know we've been privy to borough council meetings that we get into details and endless debates, endless. And there was I'll, I I I haven't been to other borough council meetings, but the the friction and the conflict, um, you know, uh, you know. So there was a soundbite from Valerie Valerie Plant from the day after the election when she was talking about Grass's victory, and. She said, you know, oh, you know, this borough of Cotonenge NDG, which has been so forgotten and so underfunded, 
as if she couldn't do anything about it for the last four years. Yeah. It was almost admitting that she yeah. uh, blocked benefits to our borough mm-hmm. because of the Sue Montgomery spy versus spy thing. With you know, I, I don't know for sure, but if you're Valerie Plant and you have $10 million to allocate to borough improvements, are you going to, you know, you, and you have three boroughs, two of which are the mayors are Projet Montréal, and you have a third borough that is not. Where are you gonna Where are you gonna yeah, allocate yeah, the funding? And, and that that's that's not the way it's supposed it's, to happen. And, and, that's but not you know what? Democracy. I agree with you. And why it's gonna change this time is I don't know if you've been following the election uh, in Longueuil, but it's been really interesting. And I, I won't go into details, you know. But please, our listeners, read up on it. But um, the reason why. Uh, uh, a very, very young uh, person won the mayor in Longueuil mm-hmm. was for that very reason, to get away with that traditional, you know, patronage and, and, and allegiance and everything else. So you're right. And, and, and that shouldn't be that way, but... You know, uh, there's an amazing turning from old guard to new guard. As I was saying mm-hmm. earlier, with Marvin Rotran having taken his retirement... With Lionel Perez not having been reelected, mm-hmm. with Gracia Katawa brand new out of nowhere taking yeah. the mayor's position, yeah. we are in for a serious right. breath of fresh air. By the way, which is great. Don't forget, four years ago, out of nowhere, Sue Montgomery won the mayorship of Cotonou-Gendig. Does this mean we're fickle as a population? Yes, and I think it's okay to be fickle. And I think that that Sue Montgomery being elected four years ago was fickleness because people wanted better representation at our level. But she was with Projet Montréal at the time. At, at come the time, to think of it. but yeah. don't forget, you know, the incumbent that she beat. That the people are having issues. Russell Copeland, right? With how snow removal, parks. Uh, infrastructure projects, similar to what we've been talking, uh, you know, the ages of our of our original podcast. Mm-hmm. But you know, so I, I think this is you know here Gracia as well. She's in the same position. She has a chance to make a difference. I believe she will make a difference. And just like I felt Sue and Sue did make a difference. Yeah, for maybe, a long time. Maybe we needed Sue to get us to Gracia. There you go. <laughs> Sometimes circle of life. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Wow. By yeah. the way, mm-hmm. I, I want to, you know, our listeners who have not heard our in-depth at length interview with Gracia on our yes. podcast should go back and listen September to September 21st, I believe. And, yes. I, and she said right here on this podcast, because yeah. we said, we said to her and I quote, you're going places. Yeah. And we hope you'll remember us when you, when you get mm-hmm. there. Now, we, uh, NDG winning uh, bookings department reached out to the press secretary of the mayor's elect, and we haven't heard back. Well, listen, you know, <laughs> now it's big leaks. Oh, okay. But by the way, when we, on, on our September 21st podcast, we asked her what her priorities are. Affordable housing. She's been talking about that since she's been reelected. Um, she talked about the Empress as part of affordable housing back then. The YMCA as well, and she talked about diversity back in September, and it's come up again. So, um, no, I, listen, I think it's great. Yeah. I think it's great for the. I think it's great for the borough of NDG. Yeah. 
Um, uh, yeah. You, you know, as we remarked in our interview with her, she was the only candidate, not just for mayor, but the entire borough, mm. that comes to the table with a, med a professional medical background. Right. She's a yeah. nurse. Mm -hmm. uh, I think coming out of COVID, mm -hmm. having a nurse as mayoress is a great thing. Yeah. Um, she, she, she also comes with administrative expertise yes. from the, from the profession of yeah. nursing mm -hmm. and, uh, wow. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like, you know, if we, if you run your city, like a nurse runs, runs her ward, mm -hmm. the sheets are going to be right uh, folded just right yeah. around the mattress absolutely, and uh, absolutely. the buses are going to run on time yeah. and everything's going to be great. Yeah. And, and, uh, um, it's. You know, in terms of the conviction as well, like you're saying, um, no, I, I think it's, uh, I, I think it's, I think it's great. I think it's, you know, it's, it's a great, uh, yeah. a great, a great day for NDG. Yeah. I, I go to Nash, but you NDG. know, also grass has struck me as someone who has a lot of guts and mm. it took guts to run as someone who had no prior political experience. Mm. Uh, although she does, to be fair, have a lot of community involvement yes. experience, but she doesn't have yes. actual municipal politics mm -hmm. experience. And to put herself on the line like that, and I think you heard that in our interview with her before. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited for this new yeah. chapter. And she's re recently talked about uh, about her upbringing, upbringing her family, um, and the, the values that it brought in. And, and also what's interesting, too, is... Um, there's been a bit of a little bit of sort of uh, well, you know, she doesn't live in NDG. She lived in NDG. She left NDG because the rents were so high, and she said yesterday that she's committed to move back to Cotonej NDG. So, nice. you know, I it's it's uh, uh, I appreciate uh, her sincerity, her honesty about awesome. it. Yeah. Um, now, Dave, now that this election is over, yes. Did we work hard or what? I mean, we did the federal election. Federal, yes. We did the provincial election. Provincial, yeah. Uh, sorry, sorry. The municipal election. Yeah. Well, we uh, talked a bit of provincial, too, indirectly with Joe Ortana, with Bill 96, yeah. and Bill 21. Where I'm going with this is we now have a pause of roughly a year until right. there will be a provincial election. Roughly yes. a year from now. Mm -hmm. But basically, our podcast is on an election vacation. Right. We're going to get back to... Like just old school issues. I'm super excited. Know? I'm super <laughs> yeah, excited. Old school issues. Yeah. Our usual banter. Yeah. Interviewing local business people. Uh, issues that are uh, more locally uh, relevant. Locally, by the way, none of the. I haven't heard Sherbrooke Street mentioned once mm. in any of all the. <laughs> whether it's whether it's courage. <laughs> Whether it's Pleasure Montreal, whether it's Equipe Denis Coderre, I've heard nothing about Chef, so I'm sure we'll have fodder. And yes, we'll get back to basics. Um, talk about the borough. We uh, also, during the campaign, I feel editorially speaking, mm -hmm. we had a kind of, we dis our position was to be very soft, not softball, but supportive of all the candidates exactly. we met. Yeah. Not particularly harsh. And to try and give them a space to bring out what is yeah. best in each of them. For sure. And I want to compliment you, Dave, on doing that. 
with, with all the people I who came on. I would say the same about you, my oh, friend, too. You, it's, too, you calm, too calm. <laughs> However, now that the elections is, is over, now we, we can, can be as vicious as we want. Like we, we were originally. Exactly. Which we're, was the whole point to starting our podcast. <laughs> we are going to be a thorn in the side of the council, bar council, yes. asking the tough questions. Exactly, exactly. Until yeah. the next election when we'll get nice again. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, uh, you know what I think, all things considered, it was a, uh, it couldn't have ended up being any better for our borough. So I'm, it's all good. And uh, one last thought. I saw, I'm dragging this on too long. It's all good. But if we have 719 members of the NDG winning uh-huh. Facebook group, the election was won by 266 votes. Mm-hmm. It is entirely possible that through what people learned from our podcast and our mm-hmm. Facebook group, they made their decisions up to the tune of 266. It's, it's possible. possible. It's possible. So I'll... A little sidebar. So yesterday uh, afternoon, I got a call from a friend of mine who lives in NDG, very successful businesswoman. And she said, you know what? Uh, I saw your post on energy winning, where I said Grassi had won by 83 votes at the time. It's not 212 or 266, whatever. Um, And she said, Dave, I'm, I'm a Lionel guy. I support Lionel. He's lost. What do I think about that? What do I think? What should I think? And I said to her, said, it's going to be okay. And and here's yeah. the reasons why I think Gracia is the right person. But there's so like, yeah, that's where, that's where it's at. So, yeah. you know, perfect. Well, it's been a great ride. I want to thank our listeners for hanging in there with us and uh, giving us all that really neat feedback on the various interviews. And uh, yeah, and let's see what this administration brings us. Absolutely. And if it goes great, if it doesn't go great, we'll be there. We'll be there. Later on. Take, Take care. care. Bye. Bye.